am I going to do? I've watched it so many times and I keep having the same feeling. I think... I think I kind of like Spider-Man 3. But I feel like no one in the world feels the way I do. I just wish I had someone to talk to. What, what, what was that? Is someone there? Remember that part where there's that cool Sandman fight in the subway? So underrated. How about that time Peter dances down the street in his new black suit? So misunderstood! What about when Harry and Peter team up to fight Venom and save Mary Jane? So good. I kinda like Spider-Man 3. I want to talk about it too, Scott. That's why I've been looking for you. Looking? For, for me? Oh yeah. I know all about you. You do? Like what? Like the fact that we've recorded 245 podcasts covering every minute of Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2, so if we stop now, it just doesn't seem right to me. Wait, that you, Zach? Look, I want to talk about Spider-Man 3. You want to talk about Spider-Man 3. Together, its bad reputation doesn't stand a chance. Interested? Yeah. But where can people find us? Oh, my spider sense is tingling, if you know what I mean. And it's telling me that they should look for Spider-Man Minute Season 3 on DuelingGenre.com or wherever they get their podcasts this summer. Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we investigate the gunfights, car chases, and proper action of Hot Fuzz one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And today we're about to go off on Minute 111, which begins with Danny trying to wrestle the gun away from Frank and ends with Frank being locked up in the back of a van. And uh, joining us, uh, returning from last week, Crystal Beth, welcome. Hello. Happy Monday. I hope it's a good one for all of you so far. I hope so, too. Uh, so yeah, so Mondays can be a silly bitch <laughs> or a silly bastard. <laughs> uh, this is a, uh, this is sort of like we're, 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 we're going into this, is the very end of like, sort of like the third act. And now, and now, you know, at the very end of this, we sort of dip into the epilogue of the movie, um, where we're sort of like beginning to wrap everything up, but uh, yeah, this movie has like three dating moires. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but so this is this is the uh, the final bit of action in the movie where um, you know where 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 we're putting Frank down. Um, like that's that's sort of where we're at right now. And this is this is great. Like Danny just immediately grabs the gun away from Frank and, and, uh, or pushes it down and tries to wrestle it away. And then Frank runs for it. Kind of, I, I feel like he, he knows that he's safe, that his son isn't going to shoot him in the back. Right. Um, well, I mean, he knows how much he likes point break. Right. <laughs> I don't know. You I know, know what, you too well, son. You know, what's interesting is I've never really, I've never really thought about 
because Frank seems so selfish, it 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 I've never really thought about the idea that Frank would watch any of Danny's movies. I I fully expect that Danny has seen all of Frank's favorite westerns, but I don't know if Frank has seen a great many of Danny's action movies. Yeah. Unless he was like or yeah, maybe Danny's mom was the one to like sneak him into Point Break when he was a kid in mm-hmm. the theater. Right. Yeah, maybe. Oh. <laughs> That's very the true. old Sanford local cinema. That's very true. I love that he was able to do all the things he talked about at the beginning, mm-hmm. like fly through the air, shooting a gun, flying through the air, shooting two guns. Mm-hmm. But in typical hero's <laughs> journey fashion, now that he has gotten what he's always wanted, he doesn't want it because now it hurts mm-hmm. the same way that it hurt Keanu Reeves mm-hmm. to choose between his job and his love for Patrick Swayze. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, and yeah, he just. Uh, he 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 fires the gun in the air while going ah, um, and it's uh, and it feels real. It does feel real. It's 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 very um, visceral again. Visceral. That's a that's kind of the the word of our uh, of the of this little session that we're having because you know I brought it up again last brought it up last week with the uh, with the with the spire through the chin thing. Um, what a visceral session we're having today. Yes. <laughs> but uh but this is this is again it's very it's very visceral in that he you can feel his pain and the gun firing is it feels like whatever the whatever's behind the the sound design um with the with the gunfire here it just feels uh, just like really big like bigger than a lot of gunfire and other things. Um, yeah, it feels very, very big. Like he's not firing off a pistol. He's firing off like a hand cannon is what it feels like. Um, yeah. And it's it's just uh, it's a lot. And uh, I, I just I just hope there were no birds flying overhead um, because <laughs> yikes. I <laughs> just yeah. You just kind of see in the background just some swans getting. Yeah. Captain Phillips. Yeah. And right. then like a dog just like a- dips up from a from a bush and starts giggling. Um, <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> just like a plume of feathers, just <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a duck hunt reference for those of you who uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> um, I, Better than uh, the Captain Phillips reference. <laughs> Captain Phillips. Um, I only make one Captain Phillips reference. Uh, Which one? It's the. It's the. Look at me. I am the captain now. Um, Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my god, wait, no. I oh, I was thinking of Sully. You were oh, thinking Sully. Sully. No, I knew what you meant because it goes through the the, 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 the birds the go geese through go the through fan. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh. The fan, the engine. Mm-hmm. You know the fans that are on the outside of planes? Yeah. Yeah, the fans. I would have done it in July. I I think it's funny that uh uh you I mean, you know, I I don't know. I I just think it's a I think it's an easy uh mistake to make uh with between Captain Phillips and Sully because they're both <laughs> they both feature Tom Hanks being, As cap- real life being American a captain. Heroes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Being a real life captain of island, some sort. Right? Yeah. Captain by himself on the island. That's that movie. That's mm-hmm. Castaway. Captain FedEx. Captain FedEx. <laughs> oh man. Um yeah, so uh this is uh this is this is a really good minute. Like I just I really <laughs> I I really like it a lot. Um, we get uh, we get um, we get another horror movie, almost kind of like monster movie trope of like the 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 creature being in the back of a car, and we <laughs> yeah. get like uh-huh. a, like a Jurassic. You think you're escaping? Yeah, like, like going straight to the camera. Yeah. Oh, it sounds exactly like the dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Definitely. Yeah, it does. It very also, much that does. swan it, it, should be granted immediate 
immediate membership of the Sanford Police Department. Yes. <laughs> it should. Yes. Oh, uh, man. I was curious when I was watching this. I was like, how many attacks from by swans? I was like, Who, who's been killed by a swan uh, lately? So I went on a you know Google hole of death where you just restart researching everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, swan, this swan is a, a mute swan, mm. uh, which is typical in Europe. So it makes sense. Mm. And one of these swans actually attacked a guy in his kayak, capsized his kayak, and prevented him from going to shore, and he drowned. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, and he was someone that was doing swan conservation. So he was helping out the little guys, and then they got he got killed. Oh, man. Yikes. Yeah, because it was, you know, nesting season. They get super territorial, <laughs> and they mate for life, so they're very they're territorial over there. Women, too. But, uh, yeah, 37 years old, dad of two kids, drowned by swan. By a silly bastard. By a silly bastard. <laughs> yeah, fuck that swan. <laughs> you guys know how, like, the uh, the uh, the Joel Schumacher Batman movies would always end with, RIP to that, that human being, by the way, uh, the, the, the <laughs> Batman and Robin, Batman Forever, it ended with Batman and his new partners, like, running towards danger. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Robin, and then, like, you put Batgirl at the end. Right. Uh, I, I want the last thing of this movie to be like the, like Danny and uh, Nicholas, but then also the Swan with like a full on like little bobby hat, yes, little uniform. Oh, that would be amazing. Um, yeah. So uh, so I I I I I just think it's really funny. Like I don't know, I don't know what he's what 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 is his plan here? Because he steals the car <laughs> and he drives through a fence, and he's obviously. Like the whole reason that he started the the NWA is for Sanford, uh, because he wanted Sanford to be the greatest village in 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 England, and right. now he's just going to full on abandon abandon Sanford. And I I don't know what his next move is. Like, does he go like full Hannibal Lecter at the end of Silence of the Lambs and just like? Hello, Danny. Call them up yeah. later and then and then follow somebody. Like, Are the lambs still screaming? <laughs> I don't know if he's even thinking that far ahead. Yeah, man. I, I think you were, I think he hit the nail on the head last week. I think he's devil's rejectsing. Yeah. He's just busting ass into the sunset. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, busting all that ass. <laughs> the Jim uh, Broadbent way. Little anxiety farts I, the whole way. I also <laughs> I also just love I also just love that when he drives into the into the field. Um, because of the angle that we're looking at, there are no trees. I know. <laughs> so sad. It's such a sad wide shot. Well, yeah, but there there are no trees. But then and then we see him drive directly into one of the only trees in the field. <laughs> um, so like uh, it just adds to the joke. I think it just makes it, it does. Even better. I worry about the swan though. He didn't have a seatbelt on. And do we see the swan after this? Do we see him get out of that car? I don't think so. I. I don't think he so. Might have, oh, wow. He might have uh he might have died a hero instead of Oh we do. We do see the swan. Oh, we do? We see the swan by the ambulance with the guy that lost him petting him. Oh good. <laughs> yep, I remember now. <laughs> okay, good. cool. Would have been a weird downer. All right, good, good. Right? Good. Um but uh yeah, and then uh and then we get the bit where like they watch it <laughs> they they just watch passively as Frank <laughs> takes out himself. Knowing exactly what just happened. <laughs> yeah. And it, and I love the wide shot because it's just, it's, he just slowly drives <laughs> yeah, directly into the tree. <laughs> 
What's funny is that he swerves and it looks like he's going to swerve away from it. And then he swerves right towards the tree yeah. again. Oh, it's so good. And you still see Timothy Dalton in the back stuck to the church. Oh, man. And then and then they say, yeah, Angel says, I feel like I should say something smart. And uh, Danny says, you don't have to say anything at all. And and, you know, it's it's a it's it's a nice moment because it's it's sort of like, um, you know, earlier when they were in the uh, in, at Summerfield and uh, he told he slid up next to Danny and told him what happened to Lurch. And he said, did you tell him to cool off? And he was like, no, but there was a bit you missed, uh-huh. you know, a while back where where uh, I told him playtime's over. Um and uh, and there was like this bit where they're sort of like exchanging like cool guy moments, you know, right. and and here he is taking Danny's criticism to heart at Summerfield where he's like, I feel like I should say something smart. And I think what he means is like kind of smart alecky, you know, like like an action right. hero. And and Danny has sort of evolved past that at this point because he's just like, mm-hmm. he just watched his father turn into like a psycho villain and threaten to kill him and then, yep. and then drive into a tree. And he's just like, ah, you know what? Sometimes it's not, it, it's actually not time to do that sort of thing. And this is one of right. those times. Wait, and it's a nice full circle because he wouldn't shut up at the beginning of the movie. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, I, it, I think it's a really nice moment, I think. I think it, it, it it's also might be the movie's most romantic line. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a real like, you know, because what yeah, what Nicholas is saying is like, I know you think I'm this really cool action hero guy and I, I want you I want to live up to that. And it's Danny saying you don't have to. I, I, I accept you. I want I just you can just be yourself. Yeah. No, it's it's very romantic. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> it's 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 on par on par with like that moment earlier on Danny's birthday when he like didn't tell him that it was his birthday. And he was like, well, we were doing stuff like I wanted to. You know, like that, that bit, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, there's a lot of like really nice, like romantic lines between these two. It's really I fun. mean, if like, if like Catherine Heigl, I mean, like, you know, I feel like I should say something smart. You don't have to say anything at all. That's like a, that's like a top of the empire state building line. Oh yeah. That's, that, that's yeah. a kissing line. That's a line mm-hmm. that they say right before they start making out for sure. Uh-huh. Um, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. You had me at hello. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's and maybe someday that. that can happen. Yeah, maybe. Hey, Mr. Ratburn got married. <laughs> I that okay the thing about that I I everyone was talking about that and and I was like I was like cool 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 but you're telling me that Arthur has been on on screen for 20 years that was, what if when we that was the thing that was like really threw me I was I was I was totally dismissive of like the gay marriage like oh great cool cool I'm so happy that like a kid's show is doing that but you're telling me that that show has been on for 20 years what insane completely insane mm-hmm. how, how crazy would it have been is like when we went on youtube or whatever to watch like that clip they were all like in their late 20s early 30s oh like they had aged <laughs> in real time oh my yeah, god yeah it's been this crazy tv experiment that nobody noticed because it's on oh pps kids i i really want them to make an animated series that actually does that but i know that it'll never happen because it would be too expensive um, to like like redesign the characters every season, like that would be. I too guess expensive. you could you could do it like the Crown and maybe do it every two or three seasons. Yeah, that's true. I w- I would just I would mm-hmm. love to see like a, f- a an animated family sitcom like a Bob's Burgers or a Family Guy or a Simpsons, and, but except that the difference is that the characters all age in real time. That would be nuts. Yeah, yeah. Like if if, oh, if Tina like if Tina had to go to college, like if it was like the t- episode where they're moving Tina into her dorm. Uh huh. Yeah. 
Yeah. That'd be that would be interesting. I would want I would I would be curious to know if it if that would make it uh uh more difficult to write or if it would be easier to write because you would suddenly have like new fresh story stuff to deal with. Yeah, um, I mean I'm sure it's helped modern family stay on for like a decade. Yeah. I guess that's true. I mean, yeah. I stopped watching that show because it definitely fell off the wagon for sure. Sure. I was like, I haven't checked it. I loved it at the beginning. And then by the end, I was like, okay. It was kind of the same jokes over and over again. I could predict what they were going to say. Yep. Um, Yeah. And then, uh, and then a helicopter shows up, uh, which is, is really cool because like you're kind of expecting this to be like, like when they, when they do the, the sort of um, the tilt up at them, the, the sort of uh, Michael Bay shot mm-hmm. and they start looking up, you're kind of expecting like, like a funny thing to happen, but it's like a legitimate yeah. helicopter is flying overhead. <laughs> yeah. The police are coming. Yeah. 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 I, I, I assume that's kind of like the film's way of saying like, you know, London has finally shown up. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. But they didn't call London. If I'm not mistaken, London has been calling no. him, mm-hmm. but he didn't call mm-hmm. London, which makes me think that either, uh, 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 you know, Tony and the gang at Summerfield, um, you know, wrapped hey. up Summerfield and then and then called uh the London police or PC Walker and Saxon uh called the the London police from uh from the pub when they left. Oh, the I like that. Yeah, um, I like that just because like they would have they they wouldn't have understood him and they would have had to like get a translator or something. <laughs> <laughs> They would have had to call in another beloved British character actor that works at that station. Yeah, for sure. Uh, oh, that's so funny. Or the woman whose name I can't remember that owns the pub that's 53. Yes. When she called the police, she actually, when she said call the police, she actually called the police. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. they all think they're in the right. Mm-hmm. They don't think what they're doing is wrong. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. They like, yeah, it's kind of the ultimate barbecue Becky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Except it isn't racially motivated. Oh man, I'm uh, I'm actually kind of um, I feel like if you're if you're a police officer and you are arresting a fellow police officer because of something they've done, which, you know, has obviously happened probably not as often as it should in history, but I'm sure it has happened. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you would think out of. Uh, respect for the uniform that the first thing you would do before locking them up is make them change out of their uniform. Go change. Yeah. Because like (laughs) he's wearing like a police outfit and he's being locked up. And I just feel like that's not a good look. Like I, I, like you would think that that's something that they would do that they would make a priority, but I bet if it was in London, they probably would. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only, the only journalist in the town is has had his head smushed. Oh, that's true. Fair enough. There's something re- That's pretty epic too. Yeah. That falls through, and he just walks around for a second longer. Oof. Yeah, it's very Silent Hill. Yeah. Uh, um, there's something deeply satisfying about PC Doris Thatcher being the one that slammed the the van door on Frank. Mm-hmm. It is nice. I and machine gun strapped over <laughs> her shoulder. Yeah. I uh I you know I was thinking of, I'm thinking about this, and I think that um I I would like a I would like we've talked about this before. Um, I would like a sequel to, to Hot Fuzz, but less a sequel and more a spinoff that is just all of the NWA in prison in London, directed by Wes Anderson. 
<laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> but they're trying to make the prison nicer. Yeah, yeah. They're just they're just trying to make the best of being in prison, and they're all the exact same type of people. Except now they're in prison, but they they basically turn prison their their wing of the prison into like a mini Sanford behind bars. It really does. It really is like a Batman situation where yes. like they're all just living in Arkham together. Yes. Oh, I would love that. Even I uh, like I I you know even even may, explain why men and women are living together too. But just explain it because I I don't want them separated if we're gonna do this. I just yep. I want to see it. Because uh, I think they think it would be too. Uh, it would be unreasonable punishment because they need to be together because they kind of feed off each other's energy. So you, if you separate one from the group, mm-hmm. then uh, <laughs> it turns all out they will die. They so actually, they, they actually aren't together. able to be apart. <laughs> yes, that's uh, <laughs> they would. You know, they really missed the trick. They could have just made Paddington Two a Hot Fuzz spinoff. Uh, mm-hmm. It would have been perfect. <laughs> that would be. Awesome. I will also uh, Olivia Coleman would also make a great Paddington three villain. Oh man, wouldn't she? Man, it's a tall order. They've had two great ones. Yeah, but Olivia Coleman would be great. I've we, you know everyone. I think everyone wants uh, uh, Colin Firth uh, mm-hmm. because gritty. Of, yeah, well, well, I mean, just because he was like uh, the the OG Paddington, um, and then they they ditched him for mm-hmm. Ben Wishaw, rightfully so. But you know, let's give him a let's give him a shot in a Paddington movie regardless um michael shannon so uh yeah that's uh that's that i guess um that's that's falling action now right yeah it's all it's all falling action um with one blip on the radar yet to go but that's uh that's a little later Mm -hmm. um but uh it's uh it's that's it crystal uh thanks so much for uh being our final guest on this season of course thank you so much for having me i'm really Freaking glad I made yes. it. Yes. Can't wait to have you on for World's End. Yes. <gasps> I know. I loved World's End. Yeah. The World's End Me is too. our favorite, actually, of the three. Yeah. I loved it. I was like, this is so good. I just was like, you know, sometimes you watch those movies and you just have wide-eyed and mouth open uh-huh. mm-hmm. just because like, everything that you want to happen is happening. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I saw That's Detective exactly Pikachu like. yesterday. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Amazing. I love Psyduck. <sighs> like, it's a real thing that exists in the real world. <laughs> oh, Psyduck. Um, anyway, all right. Well, thanks so much, Crystal. It's uh, of course it's been Thank great you. as always, and uh, we'll we'll definitely uh, reach out uh, next season. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, I love uh, it. Have fun with the Fast and Furious. I'll be excited to hear what you think about yeah, it. Yeah, that'll be that'll be that's going to be an interesting. I I would want I want the next one to be called Fun with the Fast and Furious. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that would be. <laughs> they don't need to race all the time. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's what we'll call our excursion. Into this. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Fun and fast and furious. <laughs> yeah, uh, fun and fast and furious. Um, anyway, <laughs> FFF. Uh, so yeah, guys, uh, we will be uh, back tomorrow. Uh, Sans Crystal Beth, uh, and uh, we will uh, be here through the end of the week. We're in our final week of this show. Uh, so make sure that you are, if you're on Facebook, make sure you've joined the Cornetto Minute Listeners Pub, uh, to, uh, give us, uh, your, your closing thoughts on the film. And, um, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's that, I guess. We'll be back, uh, tomorrow with Minute 112 for the greater good. The greater good. For the greater good. Cornetto